Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show online. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. Somebody who looks so nice today that I was suspicious that I had forgotten. I was very worried that I'd like forgotten some sort of big meeting. She's the Duchess of the Door. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy. Thank you. It was like it was like a I meant it as a compliment. Yeah. I hope you took it as a compliment. Yeah. I was like I was like, Pickle looks very nice. Oh God, what's wrong? You did I will say, like <laughs> before in, in other times I've looked nice, you've just gone, What did I forget? Yes. You know, this time you said you look very nice. What did I forget? Exactly right. <laughs> you prefaced it well this time. Yes. Uh, today is uh, Wednesday, May eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. One hundred and ninety days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday! Happy seventieth birthday! Mm-hmm. Do, do you know who turned seventy today? I don't. Happy birthday to the pride of Pearsall High School, okay. Pearsall Maverick. Oh, I should know this. George Strait is seventy yes. today. Wow, the king. Happy birthday to the king. Dude, he's coming to Dickie's Arena, and I would love to get there. I bet those are not cheap tickets. No, 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 no. Episode 1,388. On today's show, my friends, we're going to have a special guest here in just a moment to do this weekend recruiting. And then back half of the show, that special guest, the aforementioned special guest, <laughs> uh, talked with the recruiting coordinator at Marlin High School, Charles Hitchens, who has been very busy lately. Mm-hmm. Very busy. Uh, so we'll hear from Marlin Recruiting Coordinator Charles Hitchens coming up here at the back half of the program. Without further ado, Pickle, let's bring in our very special guest remotely. It's our buddy Greg Powers. So let's try this. All right, we haven't done this in a minute. Let's see if we can do this, Powers. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Recruiting. <laughs> it's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. Wow. I got to be on. Wow. (laughs) Something I've realized, Powers, I don't know if you agree with this. Uh, Chicken Express is great every day. The fact that we do this segment on Wednesday is problematic for me because Wednesday does feel like the perfect Chicken Express day. Oh, man, it's Chicken Express season, if you ask me, because when 7-on-7 starts, 
that's the time that I get off of Dr. Pepper and get on the Chicken Express sweet tea. And I've got a gallon of it sitting right now in my refrigerator. So I'm back on I'm back on sweet tea for the summer. Do they still do they still do the actual gallon or do they do the bag? A lot of people have transitioned to gallon bags. They do the they still do the gallon. The gallon, okay. Man, you know why? Because they care about the customer. Absolutely. Because the the because the, the jug is it's better. The jug is better. Jug's better. Uh it's this weekend recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. A lot to get to today, Powers. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. Let's go to the Houston area to talk about their a Klein Force twenty twenty three defensive end, Brad Spence. Uh six two, two twenty five, about to pick up his thirtieth offer. He picked up offers this week from Arizona State, Colorado State, Louisiana, Howard, Alabama State. He's already got offers from Texas and SMU and Colorado, Mississippi State. Um, he is uh, he's the real deal, and he's a guy that, uh, you know, we talk about the eyeball test. No doubt about the eyeball test uh, with Brad Spence. Yeah, and is it fair to call a guy that's closing in on 30 offers a sleeper? I guess it is from the standpoint that, I mean – We've talked about this so many times, you know, leading up to what's going to be what I think is one of the most wild national signing days we've seen in a while in 2023. This 2023 class in Texas is special. And Brad Spence is a guy that we haven't probably shined enough spotlight on um, over the last few months. I mean, this is one of the most physically imposing guys in the entire state. He really passes the eyeball test. He's one of those hybrid Defensive end, outside linebackers. He does a lot of, you know, more naturally standing up and getting after the ball downhill on tape, uh, but could probably grow into be more of a guy that could spend some time with his hand in the dirt. But just a guy that you'd like to see pin his ears back, get after the quarterback. But I have to tell you, I really like his ability to chase down the run. Um, we talk about these hybrids all the time, and I think that. A lot of the times we're like, oh, well, you know, he's a pass-rushing specialist. Well, I mean, Brad Spence can do that, but I love his aggression towards the football and uh, limiting the opposition's rush attack. And that's what really makes him special to me. And he has that frame to really lower the boom once he gets to the ball carrier. And keep an eye on his younger brother. Uh, he has a younger brother, outside linebacker Trent Smith, already 6'3", 200, who's just a freshman or getting ready to be a sophomore at Klein Forest next season. Yeah, uh, uh, apologies and, and, and condolences to uh, the Spence uh, food budget. Uh, tough tough <laughs> scene there uh, with Brad Spence and his brother Trent Spence, but keep an eye on Brad Spence, uh, 2023 defensive end out of Klein Forest. Let's get to our commit of the week. And finally, I've been begging you and begging you for years <laughs> to get the Coppell Cowboys on this week in recruiting. Cowboy fight never dies. Braxton Myers, the star cornerback out of uh, Coppell, has committed to USC uh, over offers from places like Arkansas, Auburn, Clemson, and LSU. He's number 24 in the DCC of Hot 100. He's a four-star prospect, according to us. Um, and look, I don't want to say that he's special, but he does go to Coppell, and that certainly sets him apart. Well, it's interesting. He picked USC over a pretty good array of schools, Arkansas, Auburn, Clemson, and LSU. His father played at Alabama, but Alabama didn't make that final cut. So that was pretty interesting to me. He's going to go play his college ball for Lincoln Riley out west, um, who probably built a pretty good relationship with him at OU before he decided to go and take, take over the reins for the Trojans program. Myers is one of those guys who is technique sound. You know, he really – 
understands how to to lock down the opposition. He's a big physical guy at the cornerback position, all of six one, one eighty five. 185. I think he could probably play some safety if he if he needed to, but um, why you know why waste his skills there when he can take you on one on one and lock you down? That's a pretty um, important skill set. So USC got the top rated commitment from the state of Texas this week, but there were also a couple of other really big commitments as it relates to Texas programs. Cordell Russell uh, recommitted to TCU. He's a big physical wide receiver, and the Horn Frogs had him. Well, really, the Horn Frog staff had him committed at SMU and TCU. He decommitted, but after surveying the landscape, he's back in the fold now with Sonny Dykes over in Fort Worth. And Baylor picked up a big commitment from Mineola athlete Dawson Pendergrass. So it was a really busy week in the Lone Star State as some big commitments came off the board. Yeah, but let's be clear. The biggest one is Coppell's Braxton Myers committing to USC. Uh, I, like, How many times are you going to say just, it? I just don't know. I mean, I can't recall a bigger commitment um, maybe ever. Uh, anyway, big news uh, there for Braxton I wasn't Myers. trying to lessen the importance of that commitment. I wasn't trying to lessen it. It's, it's huge. Cowboy fight never dies. Uh, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas Football. Today, get involved in the conversation at hashtag TFA. Whatever. If there was a Lano commit, you'd be doing the same thing. Oh, dude, I would be <laughs> repping the flag. We're just waving it over here. Let's make this pack. <laughs> let's make a pack. If there's a Lano commit, they can be all of the... All, they can get all the honors in the notebook for even like underclass for the week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, Sting it's like he's a senior. Uh, it's, it's let's get to our underclass for the week. The aforementioned underclass for the week. Uh, let's get, go to Frisco Centennial to talk about their soon-to-be junior running back Harry Stewart the third. Uh, he picked up an offer this week from Texas A&M. Uh, he's already got an offer from Baylor. Uh, this is a guy who ran for 1,800 yards as a sophomore last year uh, for Frisco Centennial and is obviously shooting up recruiting charts. If A&M is noticing you, and especially I would say if A&M is noticing you at the running back spot, then you're doing something right if you're about to be a junior. I'd have to check my notes, but I think this is the second running back offer that they've made in the class of 2024, they've also extended, or at least in the state of Texas, they've also extended an offer uh, to Jeremy Payne out at Fort Bend Hightower. So these two guys also have a very similar skill set to me. They're both in that 5, 10, 200-pound range and are very electric with the football in their hands, have great open field moves, and Harry Stewart especially is a great pass catcher coming out of the backfield. And, and when his first two offers are both of the P5 level, coming from in-state, one from the SEC and one from the Big 12. I think we're really just starting to see the tip of the iceberg on what's going to happen in his recruitment. He's, he's been on our radar for a while. You know, he was the District uh, 5-5A Newcomer of the Year in 2020 and started as a freshman. So he, he's been picking up, uh, you know, at least locally, as local here as I live in Frisco, he's been picking up a lot of attention and a lot of people know who he is and he's just now starting – to break out so it was a perfect timing to be able to have him be the underclassman of the week don't see be surprised if he's a name that you know most people are familiar with by the time he signs his name on the dotted line of a letter of intent gets another name harry stewart the running back there from frisco centennial picked up an a&m offer this week let's round it all out with our uh, recruit of the week our recruit of the week is uh reed mckeska the tight end 
from Bridgeland, one of the top targets for uh, Connor Wigman the past couple of years. Uh, he has been a longtime Clemson commit. Uh, that is no more. He has decommitted from Clemson. He's reopened his his, uh, his recruiting or recruitment rather. Uh, that's going to take some sifting through, considering he has 45 offers. Um, and a guy who now has uh, a, a opening things up, uh, he's the number three, uh, number two tight end in the state, according to our rankings at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And uh, suddenly, wide open there uh, with Reed McKeska, a guy who certainly is no stranger to high-flying offenses. Got to think Texas A&M and Connor Wigman are in his ear about coming to College Station, but one team I'm really keeping a close eye on in this now is Oklahoma. They extended him an offer just a matter of days before or hours before he decommitted from Clemson. He's already scheduled an official visit to go COU. So this is a program I'm really watching very closely in McKeska's recruitment. He's also scheduled an official visit to go see Florida on June 17th. So he has two of his NCAA allowable five official visits already on the books. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this one now plays out. Will he take his time or will he find that perfect fit once he steps on campus and call it? Obviously, he's not a guy that's afraid to make the early call if he feels like he's found his destination. And right now, I just kind of feel like this is OU's to lose. I mean, with 45 scholarship offers, there's a lot of other pokers in the fire to try to get him to uh, reconsider that. But right now, just based on the timing of everything, it seems like the Sooners are in pretty good shape here. Uh, one guy who's always in pretty good shape is Greg Powers, the next level <laughs> athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, I miss you desperately. Uh, please come in next next Wednesday uh, so that uh, I'm just not sad all the time. Pick, or pickle, to, pickle tell you I've just been sad all day knowing that you're not coming in. So You've been sad. Yeah, I know. You've been crestfallen. So miss you, bud. I miss you guys too, and I'll try to be there next week. I'll do my best. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. There he goes, Greg Powers, the next level athlete, our recruiting analyst here for this week in recruiting. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hey, if you want to get the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands, well, okay, we can also throw up the athletes after. <laughs> when, you, when you said, hey, with a pregnant pause after it, I was like... Uh, it's my time. <laughs> if you want to get the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands, go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Let me do this. Let me make sure I'm not showing anything. You know what these are? Pages. These are actual pages of the magazine. Now, now they'll be on nicer paper than this. This is just from our printer. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm reading They also won't like be in that. black and white. They also won't be in black. These are actually in color. Oh, uh, the ones so, you yes. put on my desk are in black the and white. The ones I put on your desk are in black and white. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to see what these pieces of paper say... Go to textfootball.com slash subscribe to get the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Mailed you before it's newsstands. Texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Makes a great gift as well. Do it for George Strait's birthday. Texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle. Crushed it. Uh, Let's talk about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. Did you know that 35% of college athletes quit their sport or transfer schools by the end of their sophomore year? It's because most high school athletes only consider athletics when picking a college. They skip over the other important factors like college major, location, scholarships, long-term goals. With so much to consider, how do you make sure you're choosing the right school? 
That's where Athletes to Athletes comes in. Athletes to Athletes is a college counseling program built specifically for the student athletes and their families. They provide a holistic approach to help you find the college program that best fits all of your needs, both on and off the field. Do me a favor, go to athletesathletes.com slash DC today to schedule your free info session and see how they can help you find the best college program for you. That's athletesathletes.com slash DC to see our friends at Athletes to Athletes. Pickle, uh, we kicked him off the internet, but mm-hmm. we uh, earlier this week, uh, our good friend Greg Powers, perhaps you remember him from the previous segment? He got to have a great conversation with the recruiting coordinator of Marlin, Charles Hitchens. Now, Marlin has become like ground zero for recruiting yeah. lately. In any classification, like, honestly. Let alone the 2A level. So Charles Hitchens has been a busy man. Yeah. Uh, so if you've ever wanted to hear from somebody who's uh, doing a lot on the recruiting side at the high school level, here is Greg Powers' conversation with Marlin recruiting coordinator Charles Hitchens here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers with Dave Campbell's Texas Football Man, and I'm thrilled to be joined by one of the top recruiting coordinators, assistant coaches in Texas high school football, Charles Hitchens. Man, thanks for joining me today, Coach. And, you know, just kind of talk about what it's been like in Marlin this spring with so many – I mean, looking at your Twitter even tonight, you know, you had major colleges coming through there today. What's it been like uh, just having all those guys coming through all the time? I'll tell you, Greg, it's been it's been a great opportunity for our kids um, just to like one, one thing I, I really recognize and I tell our guys is that, hey, opportunity, don't, it don't just happen like that. But when you get that opportunity and you got guys that's coming in, then you got to take full advantage of it. Now, we're a small school. We're 2A, you know, and I let everybody across the Twitter world know that, hey, we're small school, but we have athletes here. And so, you know, as you can see with the Darren Gillette, Zamarin Lofton, Trey John Butler, uh, a couple guys that's in that, that 23 class who is really setting the example for our kids. So those ones who are in middle school and they're coming up, they're saying it like, hey, man, I don't have to go down the street to uh, up school, street to Chilton, to Waco, to Bremont, wherever, to College Station. I can do it right here in Marlin. So it's been great. Uh you know, a lot of that's probably built off of the success the team had on the field last year, giving those guys a chance to shine deep yes, into the playoffs. What's the, you know, the atmosphere around the program been like? And I know that there's probably some anticipation to get back out there, lace them up, and make a run for that state championship because I know that those guys feel a little bit uh, or have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder heading into that 2022 season now. Yes, sir. Well, I'll tell you this. With, with, I mean, with the phenomenal football season that we did have, you know, transition into basketball, the things we did in that, and then transition into track, which we're coming off a state run in track. We finished third overall. And so now our guys are like, wow, like right now we're we ready for football again. And so it's, it's one of those things where Marlon has gotten back to the, um, the place of winning. Had a had a winning season. Everybody everybody is excited. You know, we have younger guys that's coming up that's ready to buy in to what Coach Torres is doing around now. He's been doing a great job, and so I mean, like it's 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 almost like when you when you do it, it's like it's like cancer. Like you know, um, they ready to go. You know, and so everybody is trying to get on this wagon, and we're trying to take it and, and do it. So there's a lot of excitement around there. 
I, I think you kind of set up my next question because I was going to ask you a little bit about Coach Torres and what it takes to be a part of a team like what you guys have put together because I know the hard work you guys put in behind the scenes to not only have a successful program on the field, but you guys are really working and putting in those extra hours to make sure that your kids there get recruited. Yes, sir. So well, I, I will say, I mean, after I mean, sitting down with Coach Torres, like he, he he wants that. He wants that for our kids, you know, because coming into our program, you know, they they do so much, they sacrifice so much. So we make it our best interest to make sure that those who really want to go and play at the next level, that we have a platform set up for those guys to get looked at, you know. And we tell our kids all the time, it's not, you know, everybody's not going to be a power five guy or, you know, a big, big time division one or division two. Like we got all types of kids that's running around there, like from NIA, D3, D2. And so just making sure that me and Coach Torres are really connecting with coaches and even other coaches on our coaching staff that we have those connections for our kids. So if they want those opportunities, we're able to uh, open that door for them. So it's been, you know, it's been it's been really good. He he's been really giving me, you know, the green light and being hands on with a lot of recruiting, you know, just to help our guys. So it's been you great. You know, I, I've been in the recruiting game a long time now. Um, try to help a lot of programs myself as much as I can, and you know, it's just like one of those things that it's you have to kind of be on the off hours to be good at it. You know, you have to really study how to be good at it. And all the time, I get coaches coming to me and asking, you know, Greg, how can I do something a little bit better to help my kids get exposure or, um, you know, what can I do to get more kids on the radar? You guys have done an excellent job there. Do you have any tips for success for maybe some of the, you know, the younger free coordinators in the game that are watching you do this, how you've kind of built up your strategy there? Is there any, like, keys that maybe or advice that you would give some of those guys if they asked you? Yes, sir, absolutely. Um, Again, once again, I paid attention to uh, a lot of guys who have really helped me along the way. I would like to give a shout-out to Coach Carpenter, who actually introduced me to you guys on the Next Level Athlete Platform. Uh, the guy at said La Vega, of course. Right. Um, give a shout-out to head coach uh, Antonio Sinclair, who's a um, head coach at Lake, Lakeview Centennial. And he he's really has given me some tips. But one thing for sure, I knew what I had in myself, meaning like, I love networking. I love talking to people. And in this in this profession, if you're going to be a recruiting coordinator, you got to be you got to be able to talk. You know, and you got to you can't be afraid of guys. Hey, no, you don't have no guys for us. Or yes, we like your guys. And so I think uh, with myself never being afraid of a no from a college coach or whoever. You know, just getting out there, really connecting. Like I use Twitter like for everything. You know, because that's where the the um, coaches are you know and like I tell people like I'm at a 2A school and in the state of Texas football is king so you're talking from 6A all the way down so you got 6A, 5A, 4A, 3A that's for classification before you even hit 2A so my secret is just getting out there talking and I'm going to push my kids just as hard as any recruiting coordinator that's up in the 6A Another guy, other guys I want to give a shout out to is Coach Mann, who is at um, Lubbock, up out in Lubbock, who came from Cedar Hill. You know, he he's, he's gave me some really great pointers on, on the recruiting thing because he's big with the recruiting. So I kind of connected with him. And then also Coach O, who's over at Ferris, you know, who who's really had took me under his wing, you know, and 
introduced me to other people. So it's just networking, you know, and not being afraid to get put your kids out there. You know, you can't be afraid of no. I think I love that, man. Never be afraid of no. I think that's a really good um, yes, beacon, a beacon to shine out there for people because it, it is hard sometimes to hear that no, you know. Yes, sir. Um, it can be tough. So to be able to take that in stride and try to find those right fits, you have to hear some of those no's to get that, you yes. know, that one very important yes. Yes, sir. Um, now that we talked a little bit about business, man, we get to go to the fun part, which I think is fun because, you know, I love to talk about some of the top players in the Lone Star State, especially when it comes to recruiting. That's my specialty. So yes, I, I love to talk about these guys. And you guys have one of the best out there. And Darian Goulet, man, just kind of talk about what it's, the spring has been like. And to have a kid in the program that not only is a great football player on both sides of the ball, uh, really all over the field, whatever you guys ask him to do, he does it. But he's a great basketball player. You know, he run, he's involved in track and field. You know, he just seems to be one of those guys who's around the program. And when you hear him speak, he's such a well-spoken kid. And I'm sure yes. that you guys are really enjoying to see him uh, yes, sir. have some of the success. Yes, sir. Well, one one thing about this kid, Darian, man, he, he's been here since he was in the sixth grade. So he's been in more than since he was in the sixth grade. Uh, so going on six years. And so uh, for him, man, he's just a phenomenal person, you know, outside of sports, whatever. Um, his dad, his family has done a really great job of raising him. I mean, he's very humble, works really hard. And when it, when it started out for him, it started out rocky for him because he didn't he didn't have a freshman year. He was he ended up tearing his ACL um, sophomore year. He only played like three games, so he didn't get a chance to just really play a full season. So as we were talking going into his junior year, you know, and you know, you see guys on Twitter, his friends and stuff. You you know, they getting offers and all of that. So I mean, kids can't help but like you know, they they get frustrated. So. But just having guys like his dad and, and family members around along with myself, you know, just telling him, you know, trust the process. Like, you're going to be fine. And so when he really got back up under um, his feet, he really hit the um, weights, working hard. And then when he went to the Baylor camp, man, it just took off from there. And so now, like, I tell him, like, this is all you. It has nothing to do with myself, Coach Torres, whatever. Like, he stayed working hard. And – now he's seeing he, he's getting the rewards. I think, really he nailed something. I think he nailed something that's really important too. It's great to be able to, and that's something I like to say too, is you have, you have the talent. We're just the guys here that can sometimes be around to recognize it, you know, but it's all you that's put in the work and got you where you are today. And I think that's really important to note. And a, a, another thing is it re, revolves around, you know, Gillette's world is, He's still in the market. He's still uncommitted. And that's bringing a lot of eyes to look at some of the other top 2023 20, guys, you know, Absolutely. on your team right now. And one guy who really jumped out to me when he came to the next level athlete showcase was Z Lofton, a defensive back there. He's got a few offers already. Um, yes, is this guy on the, could this be one of those guys who's right there on the verge of blowing up next? Yes, sir. He's, he's, he's definitely one of those guys. And even like with that kid, you know, he, 3.9 GPA, high academic kid, come from, you know, a great family background, you know, just, just hunger. He, he he did play at College Station, you know, his freshman and sophomore year. You know, he moved back home to Marlin or whatnot. And so, man, he's right now for him, he just, he's sitting on three offers. I look for him to, you know, camp a little bit this season. And I look for him to really take off in the summer because he's getting bigger, he's getting faster, he's getting stronger. And, 
he's a ball player. You know, he you know, you don't you don't come across too many of those who really have the athleticism and can think ball. So he, he's another one that's really that's that's going to take off. That lightning bolt on the team, man, uh Trajan Butler. Um man, he's a whole lot of fun to watch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean we call we got like Tyreek Hill Jr. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Is he is is he the guy that you know like when he gets the ball in his hands, um, everybody in the stands holds their breath there. You know that's kind of the way I see him uh, on that team. He's the guy that the fans probably love uh, to see when he gets his hands on the ball. Absolutely, absolutely. He he's one of those ones where like there could be three people around him, but he runs so low to the ground. And he takes very good angles. Like and he's so fast. Uh, he was another one of those guys who was at the state track meet, you know, this past week competing in the hundred, four by one, four by two, and it shows on the field. Like when he gets the ball, like it's we call him Mister Touchdown because that's where he's yeah. getting. <laughs> yes, sir. He gets on. Yeah, and he's already got some uh, attention too. I saw he, you know he's already reported a New Mexico State offer, but there's going to yes, be sir. some young ones coming up um, here over the next couple couple seasons you know one of the class in 2025 guys i know that you y'all are high on was ty bell he's another kid who came out to the next level camp looks like yes, he's sir. on the rise and jameer hartsfield won't you kind of break down um you know why you guys think so highly of him he could be that next one in y'all's program that well, really starts to get some p5 interest i think well just just for for jameer like he's 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 hard, no, like he plays hard. He he's he's long. Uh right now he's sitting at about six foot one eighty-six as a sophomore right now. I look for him to kind of grow this summer to hit another two inches this summer and he's gonna put some weight on. He plays physical. He was one of those guys that, you know, when the um offense was running away from Darian, they'll run from him, and that's where Ty Bell, the freshman, was just cleaning up everything. And so he definitely has the athleticism. Uh, and I just kind of look into what a lot of recruiters look into linebackers these days. They look for linebackers who can move, you know, who are athletes, you know, who guys who play three sports. And he's one of those guys that's really going to be able to take. Like, he has a nose for it. He can cover. He can do all of it. He can walk down in the box. And so he's just special. And, and, and he's another one that really takes time to study the game. Right. Well, I mean, definitely a lot of talent out there, man, and, and a, lo- a wealth of knowledge that you yes. have there and learning, you know, more and more probably every time one of these big-time colleges stops by to chat you up in your office. So, I mean, I appreciate you taking the time to not only educate some of the people who are listening to the program, but to talk about some of those really yes. good talents that you guys have uh, coming back next season. And I, I do know a lot of people are probably picking to make a run at that state title this Absolutely. year. So a lot of – a lot of eyes are going to be on Marlon this year, and I, I, I'm just happy that you guys are going to be able to, to enjoy it some. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach Hitchens. Thank you. There he is, Charles Hitchens, the recruiting coordinator at Marlin High School. Um, you know, we hear coaches who talk all the time, like, you know, I'm a really good coach whenever I've got, like, a five-star quarterback, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I imagine you're a really good recruiting coordinator when you've got, like, Darian Gallette. <laughs> You know, all those guys. Well, okay, see, and this is the thing, like, I mean, we can peel back the curtain here. This is not a surprise to anyone, but I laid out the 2A pages, and I was going through and looking over the Marlins section. 
and yeah, Darian Gallette is the first name that pops up into everyone's brain and stuff. No. And then you look at the stats that the quarterback Woodson had. They are no. mind-numbing. No, 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 no. They're I mean, loaded. They're mind-numbing. And that's those are only two out of like the four super good kids. But he had like 3,500 yards passing last year. It is insane, the stat line that that kid has. They are. They're absolutely loaded. And when you take a look at things now, they, you know, you know, last year you remember they ran to Hawley in the semifinal. Mm-hmm. Um, they just turned the ball over too many times. I was at that times. game. And look, two, you know, two in Division One's a, and, and, and especially you know Region One's going to be tough. I think Toller's going to be pretty good. Coleman, you know, Italy, Crawford, Alvord, et cetera. Et cetera. Um, but I think I think right now, if you're asking me, I think Marlins a favorite in Region Two. And I would be Hawley brings back a decent amount, and mm-hmm. I'd love to see that rematch. Cisco's going to be good. Yep. Stratford, remember, moves up. They're a defending champ. Yep. Um, I think New Deal's going to be good. All those things. But it is... Um, New Deal has a kid no. that can sling it. But Marlin's going to be... They're going to be a force. And Charles Hitchens uh, is is responsible for getting the word out about them and uh, uh, does a great job down there at Marlin. Where we appreciate him taking a little bit of time uh, with Craig Powers earlier this week. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Marlin Recruiting Coordinator uh, Charles Hitchens and to our own recruiting guru, Greg Powers, for being our guest. Greg. For uh, the recently... How would you describe your hair? Uh, I got it done yesterday. Recently. Recently did. Recently did. uh, Ashley Pickle. I'm Greg Tapper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.